everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I am so excited about starting this praise series. So today I want to talk about where praise is first mentioned at in the Bible. Um, and upon some research, I found that it's first mentioned in Genesis 29:35. It says, and she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, now will I praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah and left bearing. Um, the she that is talking about is Leah. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of background story about Leah. Leah was the unwanted, unattractive older sister. So um, there was uh, men showing interest in her younger sister before her. And you think about their customs and their tradition. It was more befitting for the eldest to get married first before the um, younger sisters um, got married. But in this case, there was someone interested in Rachel, her younger sister, and his name was Jacob. And so Jacob decided that he was going to work for Laban, who was Rachel and Leah's father, for seven years for the youngest daughter, Rachel, who was the attractive one, because um, he, he loved Rachel. Um, and so he worked seven years for her starting out, but Laban tricked Jacob um, and gave him Leah instead. So uh, he laid with Leah instead of laying with Rachel. And um, in the morning when he found out that he had laid with Leah instead of Rachel, he was really upset because he had been tricked. Um, and so Laban said, um, pretty much fulfill her night and then I'll give you Rachel. And so he worked an additional seven years for Rachel. So in all, he worked 14 years for Rachel because he really, he really wanted Rachel. Um, but he got Leah and he got Rachel. Um, so Leah was the unwanted one. Um, and Jacob wanted Rachel. Rachel was the wanted one. And so can you imagine just being in this type of a situation where you're kind of just forced into marrying somebody who really doesn't want you? who is unattracted to you, who just kind of like you're there simply because um, you were just kind of forced on me by your father because he didn't think anyone else would want to take you. Um, can you just imagine those feelings of rejection being in a situation like that where he's um, you're watching how um, the husband's his affection is towards someone else. And um, you really just you're not you're not receiving the same type of affection. She was just unwanted. And she thought that through conception. She would earn her husband's love and affection, but she didn't. It did not matter which son she bore. She bore son after son after son after son, and still um, she was not wanted by um, Jacob. She didn't. He did not want her. Um, can you just imagine being in a situation like that? I'm pretty sure some of you guys probably know about that. Maybe not the exact same situation, but you know what it's like to feel rejected. You know what it's like to feel unwanted. You know what it's like to feel unloved. And that's the kind of situation Leah found herself in. So um, when she bore Judah, um, Judah, she took, she took her focus off of Jacob. She took her focus away from her situation. She took her, her focus on the fact that God had gave her uh, a son and God, that had, God had opened up her womb. So she began to praise God because God loved Leah. Allowing her to bear children was his way of loving on her because he knew she was the rejected one. So Leah's praise was produced from her place of pain. It was produced from her place of rejection. It was produced um, from just this place of hurt. Um, sometimes in praising God, um, sometimes we got to praise him through the, the, the things that pain us, the thing that hurt us, the thing that kind of just um, really causes heartbreak. Um, so um, Leah, was, um, Leah began to praise God, and she named this child Judah. Uh, and I feel like that was in recognizing the one who truly is worthy to be praised recognizing that God was the one who was worthy to be praised because God was the one that was allowing her to bear the sons that he um, allowed her to bear. Um, so 
in the background of praise, um, I'm talking about just kind of um, praise that's produced from a place of pain, praise that's produced from a place of rejection. Um, and I believe that we all can kind of relate to that. Sometimes when you're feeling down and you're feeling sad, um, that praise sometimes will open up a wellspring of just allowing you to be able to get the, re the release that you need, finally in a place where you can just kind of just cry after you've been holding so much in, so many, so many, uh, so much hurt, so much pain, and then when you just begin to just um, kind of get in this submissive state of God, I'm just going to praise you. I'm going to praise you because you're good and because I recognize that you're the one that's producing the good that's going on in my life. Um, it's so important um, that we recognize that God is worthy to be praised. And sometimes um, being in the state of just um, constantly being rejected, being constantly being in pain, constantly being unwanted by people will put you in a place where it's just like, give it all to God. And sometimes where you can really give it all to God at is in praising God and praising and fellowshipping with him because he sees that hurt and he and he knows it. Uh, he, he, he sees it. And so he'll step into that pain through your praise and begin to just kind of minister to your heart and begin to heal it. Um, so that's um, kind of where you first find praise mentioned at in the Bible is um, Genesis 29 and 35. And then I want to take a look at another form of praise, which is found in First Chronicles 15, 28 through 29. And yes, there's like different places of passage in scripture where you can kind of go and find um, where people praise God for different situations and different circumstances and different things like that. Uh, but I'm just only giving like a few um, areas and few um, things that kind of stuck out to me. And that was one of them. Um, so First Chronicles 15, 28 and 29, we're going to get into the story of King David. It says, thus all Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the carnet and with the trumpets and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. And verse 29 says, if you read a little bit in there, it talks about King David dancing and and playing before the Lord because um, David, he was a psalmist. He, he, he wrote songs. He he played instruments and different things like that. And so in this particular passage of scripture, it deals with the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant was the place um, where God's presence abided. He abided on the Ark of the Covenant. Um, so uh, when when God's um, presence was there, you know, it, it was blessing. It was a blessing. They produced blessing um, in Israel. And so the Ark of the Covenant had been stolen and taken to a foreign land. And so David decided that, you know what, we're going to bring the Ark. We're going to go get this Ark and bring it back to the house of Israel. We're going to go get it. Um, and so they went to go get it. Um, um, the first time, but um, it ended up tipping over and um, someone who wasn't ordained to touch the ark ended up touching his name was Uzzah and he ended up he ended up dying um, because it, it was a displeasing thing to the Lord because there was a certain structure and a certain order that they had to bring the ark of the covenant with ark of the covenant with there was a certain order to it um, that the Levitical priesthood they had to be the ones to bring the ark in so after this uh, after they tried to bring the uh, the the ark in, they did it with praising and different things like that, but it was still done in a way that was out of order. And so David had to go and do the research behind how to bring the uh, usher, the presence of God back into um, the house of Israel. And so upon research, he discovered that, okay, it's the Levitical priesthood that's supposed to carry um, the ark into, uh, to carry the ark back into the, um, into uh, the house and back into the um, tribe of Israel. And so they did it um, according to the order that God had ordained for it to be carried. Because when you're talking about God's presence, his presence is so, it's, 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 a, it's a special place. It's, it's, 
it's a it's a holy place it's a holy dwelling and so it had to be done in order so when they begin to do it the second time around and they begin to praise God with the with the instruments and with the singing and with the dancing and the Levitical priesthood was carrying this ark back into the house of Israel um then it was well received they was able to get it back there um they were able to get it back to the camp and this praise um this praise was produced because of restoration um something that was taken once again was recovered something that was taken was once again recovered uh, furthermore, it was a celebration of God's presence returning to the tribe of Israel. Um, and so uh, when they brought this ark back, they were celebrating um, while they were ushering in the presence of God back into um, the camp of Israel. Um, so it was so important um, to for them to have this ark. It was so important uh, because this was something that God had uh, orchestrated for them to build. And that his, um, he said that he will rest his presence on, that his presence will abide. And we, we know that God's presence is everywhere, uh, but this was specifically something that um, God told them to design back when uh, Moses was still around. And so um, the ark had been taken away, and this was them ushering the, um, the ark back into the tribe of Israel. So this praise, when you know about being restored, when you know that God has recovered you from something, um, when you know that God has restored something that was once taken out of your life and he has brought it back into your life, it should produce a praise. Um, so this was something that they were doing. They were praising God while they were in the process of being recovered. And they praised God once they were fully recovered. And David was out there dancing and uh, playing and, and singing. Uh, it, it, the people were rejoicing because of something that was gone was restored. So this was a praise of restoration. And in the book of Psalms, we can find where the word tells us um, to praise and how to praise us, especially when you get further to, um, closer to the end in Psalms 145 and um, Psalms 150 uh, through 150, you kind of find where it says, you know, um, how we should praise God, praise ye the Lord, praise the Lord. And then it talks about in um, various verses, verses about praising him on the um, the trumpets and the hearts, harps and the cymbals and different instruments, and, uh, different and singing and different things like that. And you find where they were um, doing this, they were making a joyful noise. Um, the word tells us, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Um, and so uh, that's something that we should kind of uh, really, uh, really be, uh, be doing um, when you get into praising God. Um, and so that's the story of King David. So the first point was um, there was a praise that was produced from um, Leah um, that, that was produced from her, her hurt, her pain that was produced from her rejection. And the second one, um, we noted that um, it was a praise of restoration. Um, King David and um, the, the, the camp of Israel, the house of Israel, bringing back into, um, the, uh, bringing back into their, their camp, the, the, the Ark of the Covenant. Um, and so, and now I want to focus on um, a, a story of, of Hannah. Hannah gave a faith praise, I would say. 1 Samuel 1.19 says, and they rose up in the morning, er, in the morning early, and worshiped before the Lord. So the story of Hannah. Hannah was teased by Penina because she was barren. Hannah was heartbroken, heartbroken because she couldn't have any children. She was barren. Um, and says she wouldn't even eat anything. She was a bitterness of heart to the point where she didn't even eat anything. And so uh, Hannah, um, Hannah went and she went to go pray in the temple. She went to go pray. And Eli, the priest, saw her praying in the temple, and um, he thought that she was, um, was drunk because uh, she spoke in her heart, and he saw her lips moving. 
But she said, no, I haven't had wine. It's just, it was her heart was just so heavy. Have you ever been in a place where your heart is just so heavy? You can't even express it in words. You're, you're just heavy. And so she received a word from Eli, uh, that, a glad word, a word that, that let her know that she would conceive and that she would bear a son. And so when she received that glad word, um, you can find in Samuel 119 where it says they rose early and they worshiped before the Lord. They worshiped before the Lord. She gave God a praise. She only not praised him, but she worshiped. Um, and it's so important um, when you receive a, a, a word from God that you act on that word as if it has happened. And I believe that's what that's what she did. So before she even got to the point where she conceived, she praised God. And I would consider this a faith praise. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so she was hoping for this, and she began to praise God as if it had already happened. Um, and if you keep on reading that same um, verse, you will find that um, she did um, conceive. Um, uh, but she not only um, she not only praised God before the point of conception, but after she conceived and bore Samuel, we find in um, 2 Samuel that she was giving God a praise of thanksgiving. She was beginning to thank and bless God for what he had done. It says in uh, 1 Samuel 2 and 1, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. And you keep on reading further down and you would just see how she's just blessing God. She's blessing God because he gave her a word that came true. When God gives you a word, you can stand on that word. You can believe in that word. You can trust in that word. And so she praised God because of the word that was made manifest. She praised God before the blessing was produced and after the blessing had been made manifest. And so when God tells you he's going to bless you with something, it's so important that we praise God not only after the blessing has been produced, but also before the blessing has been produced. Um, and she was an example of that. Um, and so that was a praise, I would say, a faith praise and a praise of thanksgiving because it was before and after. And then we find that was Old Testament. And then we find in the New Testament, we keep on walking through there, you'll find other um, praises as well as you read the Old Testament and New Testament. But I want to jump to the early church um, in Acts. Um, the book of Acts um, where Paul and Silas um, were praying. In Acts 16.25, it says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. They were messengers of Christ. And Paul was an apostle who once was a persecutor of the church uh, before having his own encounter with God. He went blind uh, for a little while, and then he recovered his sight and began to preach Jesus thereafter. Uh, in this instance, he was locked up in chains, and him and his partner Silas were praising God. They were singing praises to God. And it's this praise. This praise was produced out of physical bondage. But in praising God, they were experiencing freedom. Because in Christ Jesus, we have been made free. And that freedom was not predicated on their circumstances. Their freedom was being made manifest through them praising God. So much so that there was an outward manifestation all around them. And what I mean by that is verse 26 enlightens us and says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loose. They praised God in such a way it set 
all the captives who were bound free. That was a powerful praise. Although no one left, there was powerful. There was a there was there was a powerful praise because there is freedom in Christ. There is freedom in Christ. When you begin to praise God, when you begin to usher in his spirit through the through praising God, um, you usher in liberty, you usher in a spirit of freedom. Praising God produces an atmosphere of liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. If you want to break the chains of bondage in your life, it all starts with a praise. This is uh, the first beginning of the praise series, and I, I kind of wanted to go through with the Bible a little bit and talk about some of the background of praise. As I, we go through um, the praise series, it'll be every Sunday this month, uh, talking about just uh, praising God and why it's so important for us to praise. Um, and this is some of the background of, of some of the stories and some of the instances in the Bible um, where people praise God for different reasons. And I'll go back through the um, the uh, the five points that I kind of made, brought out um, as far as praising goes. I'm sorry, it's four points and not five. Uh, and the first one was about Leah. And you can find her story in Genesis 29, 35 with a particular verse, but you have to read up a little bit before that um, to, in order to read the um, whole story of Leah and um, how this praise was produced in her from the pain that she had endured and the pain that she was um, going through. Even after um, she bore Judah, um, her situation and circumstance still didn't change. She was still um, stuck in that situation. She was still stuck in that. And... Um, uh, it didn't change, but she still had to find a way to praise God. So sometimes even when your situation doesn't change, you still have to find a way to praise God. You still have to find a way to kind of uh, enjoy I, enjoy where you are uh, and, and, not live, not, and choose not to live out the misery that sometimes your situation and circumstances around you can produce. Um, and that's something that uh, I feel like we all can learn uh, that from the story of Leah. Um, and then, um, so that pray was, praise was produced out of her pain and rejection because um, rejection is something that um, is just something you experience throughout life. Um, you can be rejected from a job. You can be rejected by a person. You can just be rejected, and there's different forms of it. Um, you could be rejected um, by not having a parent, uh, a, a, a parent abandonment. Some people have that. Just different forms of a re rejection um, that we kind of go through. But you ha uh, there is... God accepts us as we are, um, the way we are, no matter what we face in life. I mean, so that was, um, if you want to read about that story, that's in Genesis, the book of Genesis. And then when I talked about King David, um, the praise of restoration, um, being recovered, um, recovery. Um, just when God recovers something that was lost, something in your life that was once gone, it could be um, something physical. It could be something that was uh, not physical as far as like it could be um, just recovering your your uh, your joy, recovering your peace, recovering just those types of things. Sometimes it's just recovering um, people, recovering in our lives, restoring relationships and different things like that. Um, praising God for um, different things in our lives, um, and then so that was the praise of recovery. And then Hannah, talking about Hannah and how she gave God a faith praise before she received a word, acting on the word, the word that she received produced a praise. Sometimes um, God wants us to praise him based on the word that he gives us and then she gave God a praise of thanksgiving after that word came to pass um a faith praise um and then I will go to acts um point number four which was in acts 16 and 25 
when it says, and at midnight Paul and Silas praise, um, in spite of the bondage they were that they were held captive in, they began to praise and to bless God, and it broke them free. Um, sometimes when you feel yourself kind of like when you feel bound or you feel like um, chains are kind of trying to wrap around you, you got to break them chains with, a, with praise in God. Uh, chains are broken off of your life when you begin to praise and bless the name of the Lord. And so this is um, day one of the praise series. Um, it's going to be every Sunday of this month in July that I'll be talking about um, praising God. Um, and I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you will go forth and just kind of begin to bless God. Um, I hope this kind of brought some enlightenment and understanding of um, some of the reasons um, why uh, we should praise God, um, which I'm going to kind of go further into as we go along in the podcast. Um, and I pray that um, you would be blessed. We're going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer um, because I believe in praying. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. And as we pray, we're going to be giving um, God a praise and be giving him thanksgiving. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you, Jesus, just for keeping us safe. Thank you, Lord God, for your many wonderful blessings, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us hearts to begin to praise and begin to bless your holy name. You are the great Father. You are a good God. There is none like you in all the earth, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for filling us up with good things, Lord God. And Lord God, let us begin to come into your presence with thanksgiving and come into your house with praise, Lord God. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, and there is none like you in all the earth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. You have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.